Motorcycle Man, this is Season 2, Episode Number 12. This is our uh, International Motorcycle Show Recap Hello. Show, and I'm here with uh, the brothers Hello. Here, <laughs> here at the V-Twin Cafe, Hello, all. post-Jacob Javits Center, and I yes. am here with uh, Brother Tim Fasha Chicken, <laughs> and of course, uh, Joker. Chris, you, my brother Chris. All right, guys. Uh, so um, here we are, done with the, the with the with the uh, international uh, we saw motorcycle quite show. A few things today, didn't we? Yeah, we did see a lot of things. Uh, overall impression of the show? What'd you guys think overall? Tim? I mean, for bikes, uh, you got to see every bike that's that we've talked about. A lot of these bikes here, which is very cool, and. Uh, you get to sit on them and see what they feel like. And, uh, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, if you like that certain bike, if you're looking at the uh, Cafe Racers versus uh, Adventure Bikes or looking for Cruisers, I mean, you, had your, you could sit on each one of them and see what they feel like in comparison. Yeah. See what you like. You know, so I think it was a good event to go to. Okay, Chris, what do you think? Um... It was cool to see a lot of bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Care to expand on that? Um, yeah, I'd like to see, you know, some of the bikes that we uh, reviewed and some of the ones we've talked about in the past that <coughs> we got to see in real life, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, that was about it. That's about <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, now, we, we figured we learned something about, about ourselves and what we were doing uh, is that I was, I was more focused on looking at the bikes Tim, you were more focused on looking at all the accessories and stuff. Well, the odds and ends. The odds and ends. Right? Yeah. And Chris was more into like checking out the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at the bike that I don't have. And looking at the bike that you don't have. Right. You were you were kind of like fondling that thing a little bit. Yeah, the, yes. The fat boy. Yeah. The fat boy. I miss who's my fat fondling, boy. Who's fondling what? All right. The, the, uh, the you know, V-Rod I, was being fondled by Ted. Yes. Okay. Heavily. Well, uh, the I BMW mean, bike, the uh, one that they had the demo ride. Uh, oh, the the, uh, the twelve hundred GS. Yeah, that was uh, I was impressed by that. Oh, the twelve hundred GS and adventure, and the and adventure. the and the concept BMW bike. Yeah, they wouldn't let you hear that though. They had they had that, that up was, on the pedestal. Uh, that was impressive. That was the uh, uh, what are they called? The, the motor the motor rad. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of pretty like impressive. BMW's take on a cruiser. Yeah, and uh, it's probably it more be like a bagger. Shit. I wouldn't call it a cruiser. I would say a bagger. Bagger. It was a yeah, definitely a bagger. Right. And there's no question. It was, it was low and long, which is a cruiser in and of itself. Right. I mean, that, that's a long distance bike. That it was a big bike, man. But it's so BMW, man. So BMW. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. You could. It was interesting because it even had the wood panels on it. Yeah. You know, which was had that really radical exhaust, which was really cool. Um. But I can tell you, man, I was uh, I was kind of impressed with the the quality of the show this time. Uh, the, the, the last time that uh, Chris and I had gone to the show, it was in the basement of the Jacob Javits Center. Yep. And there really wasn't a lot going on. But this time, it was on the main floor, and it was huge. They yeah. had a lot going on. Progressive uh, was the main sponsor of the show, and they did a really great job of it. They had a little uh, stunt show there, which is very cool. The stunt show was cool. That very was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. And they have, of course, they had the uh, School of Rock band playing. 
these kids were just like <laughs> these kids were kicking ass. I'm just amazing. Uh, and they had a they had a lot of bikes on displays for that were show bikes uh, that you could vote for. And obviously, some of them were extremely radical. Some of them were extremely stupid. Just art. Just art. Yeah, exactly. Chris, yes. You got art. some pictures of yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of pictures of them. So, so we did. We t- we took a lot of pictures. We'll and we're put gonna, them we're, up on. They the will website. be on the website. And of course, the, uh, the many of them are on our uh, our Facebook page. Just look up uh, Motorcycle Men Facebook page, and uh, so you'll find it. You'll see a lot of pictures up there. Um, I had the opportunity to have some conversations. I did an interview with uh, uh, somebody from Royal Enfield. Very cool. I, I also did an interview with uh, the folks from the Wounded Warrior Project. Nice. That were there as well. Uh, we spoke to many of the manufacturers' um, motorcycle. I, I spoke to the Victory people. Uh, I spoke to the Harley Davidson people. And of course, I spoke with uh, the Indian guys. You had a lengthy conversation with one yeah, of the Indian fellows. I was there. talking about their new Indian. It's. Uh now, I can, now I'm that was the, road, the, the Roadmaster? I think it was, yes. The Roadmaster. Wow, what a bike. That's it's a big bike. It's huge. It's huge. But it had everything. It was the Cadillac of all bikes, man. It had electric everything, power power controls for the uh, trunk and the, the bags. Uh, that, that, that amazed me. They, they had remote. <laughs> and you also had remote, remote locks for the remote bags. window. You can have the window go up and down up to four inches of. Uh, oh, it had four inches of front. movement. Because oh, the way he talked to me, it seemed like it would go all the way down and then all the way back no, up. But, but that's still that's four amazing. inches. That's pretty good. Wow, it's good. And it, they had power locks for everything, and this thing was beautiful. I would love to <coughs> take it for a ride. Oh yeah, I don't think the, they would have liked that too much. <laughs> no, well the the dealer that's over here by us is right over on Route 22, and I'm sure they wouldn't let you take a bike out on 22. Uh, no. no, I don't think so. Uh, of all the of all the things there, what one thing may have stuck out in your mind, Chris? I don't say the girl behind the booth. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, well, you can. The one thing that stuck out behind yeah. is there anything that really struck you, big as? Aside from the fat boy. All right, moving on. <laughs> I saw some, some of these custom bikes that were there were very amazing. Yeah, I'd have to say the custom bikes. You know, I, nice I always admire people that can build stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we, was there anyone in particular? <sighs> Not that big green thing. No. No, yeah, there, was was a, there was a red bagger, and I think it looked like the one that we saw up at the Maricade. Remember we oh, voted for that yes, guy? Yes, yes, yes. It was yes, one yes. very similar to that. Same same kind of bike setup. It might have even been the same guy. Uh, I just something about that bike. It looks like I'd love to ride it. I will put these pictures up on the website. Like it's, a, it's actually a road glide. Was that a road glide? Yeah, it was a road glide. Uh, custom okay. road glide that he did that uh, that he did that custom work on. So it looked pretty badass. There's a lot of beautiful bikes there. Twenty four inch tire. Very good. How about you, Tim? Anything specific that I, I keep thinking about that white one that had the chrome wheels. It had the eighteen inch wheels front and back. Oh, the- <laughs> I thought that was badass. That was that's the one that was over in the back that there had the. Uh, no, it was in the middle actually. The mi- one in the middle, if you remember. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did you did you take pictures of that? I think, oh, you guys did. When I you think I did. did. I think I took the pictures. Yeah, of whatever it. pictures you take, just uh, send them to me, and we'll put them up on the website. Um, of all the bikes there, if there was one bike that you could walk away with, which one would it have been? The Indian. The Fat huh? Boy Low. The Indian. The Fat Boy Low. <laughs> you're saying the Indian Roadmaster? That was the bike for you? Really? Yes. Um, <laughs> all the bells and whistles on that thing. Oh. 
So, Chris, the only bike there that really attracted you all was the fact. No, no, okay, not at all. Let's not say. Oh, no, if no, I no. could walk away with a bike like yeah. from there, um, much to everybody's surprise, it wouldn't be Harley Davidson. What it would have been? I would have taken that BMW concept bike. Oh, really? Yeah. That thing? Yeah. No kidding. Wow. Now, what was that Ride around with it, be all freaky, futuristic looking, and then sell it for like fifty fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how probably much it's going to go for when it hits the market. That, uh, that Yamaha, we, we talked about the bike, with the real low. It's a very spacey look. The oh, you're talking, no, it was, that was the Honda. It was a Honda, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the, the, Honda, Honda. the Honda NM4. Yes. A uh, very bizarre bike. Yes. And um, sitting on that, well, what, you, what was your impression sitting on that? It reminded me of my scooter almost, without the windshield. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was, yeah, because it had that feel to it. Uh, now, as far There's as no clutch on it or anything, it's just automatic and it's just bizarre. I mean, the 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 cockpit, the, it was. It was me, very, for, like I said, very scooterish kind of. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Chris, what'd you think of it? The what? The NM4, the Honda, the one, the last one we sat at before we left, the the Honda that was really low. Yeah, that was that was uh, bizarre looking. Yeah, <laughs> it reminded me, like I said, of the bike in the uh, in uh, Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know. I, I've never seen it, so I would have to check it's it out. Rare, exactly like what yeah, it looked right, like. Yeah. <laughs> but it was well, very low. I was, yeah. I was very, uh, I was kind of impressed by that bike. Yeah, it was kind of sharp looking because it was so futuristic looking. It looked, it was. I thought it was comfortable, and boy, was it low. It was very, low. It was very uh, low. It wasn't the lowest bike. No, but it, it's just the way they they. It sat and yeah. the way you sat on it. It's very low bike, man. The profile yeah. of very low. You no, know, it was very cool to look at. Me and Chris were looking at it. It was a, uh, it was just like a display bike. I don't think it was anything important, but <laughs> it was a bike that had two guns as handles. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, it, had yeah, it was two a guns custom bike. As a custom bike, and it had uh, a horse's saddle for the seat. Oh, did it? I did yeah. not even see that. Where was that? Oh, that was uh, awesome. In the back, over by uh, the. It actually had gun handles for the. Oh, that is yes. funny. You know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, I would briefly. I'm going to go over some of the bikes because we've talked about a lot of these bikes that we saw today, that we sat on, and checked out. I want to start with Ducati. Mm-hmm. Now all the rage is Scrambler this, Scrambler that, Scrambler this. I am waging war on Scrambler. I, word, I am the word Scrambler. I am sick and tired of hearing Scrambler, Scrambler, Scrambler. I just, I got the chance to sit on the new Ducati Scrambler, and you now from my perspective, now keep in mind, for me, I'm six feet tall. I've got monkey arms. I got monkey legs. I was sitting on a tricycle. The bike was so small for me. I, I uh, what's the rage? I don't get it. I really don't. I really don't understand it. I, I don't care. I don't like the scrambler thing. I just don't get it. Right. But I don't either. But the one thing I did like was the Royal Enfield. The Royal Enfield, I yeah. did. Oh, yes. I like the oldness of it. The old, uh, that I, old, the old had a very old one. feel to it, and it it was more like a toy than it was anything else. <laughs> I don't know what it, it's not that it was a bad bike. I'm just saying it it was more like a toy because it's small. And it had that. Now, how did you feel on it? Did you did it? Did I, it, did I it, did was, it, com- it was comfortable. You, for you me. figure. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Did you sit on it? Yeah, I like and like I said, I thought it was it was, it, you know, it's. I, I think the word cute it comes to mind. Well, that was a, uh, that was the C five hundred, that was the green one that we yeah, talked about, right. kind of a yeah, military, the, the military one. It looked yeah. like an old like World War Two motorcycle. Yeah. Well, what was really interesting about it? It's electric start, and it also has the optional kick start already on it, so you could do. <laughs> and they explained to me what you do is you you start it 
with the button when you leave your house. And then when you're hanging out with your buddies before you leave the bar, you kickstart it so you look cool. But, um, yeah, I checked out those. I actually had an interview with, um, uh, with Jen at uh, the Royal Enfield, and I, we will play that interview. Is that an English company, by the way? Uh, actually, the, it's Indian, from India. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they've been around for a long time. A long time. That's an old name. And uh, so, yeah, we just, I had a really great interview with her, and I'm going to play that. That's going to that's gonna come at, at the, when we're done with our nonsense talking. Uh, we're going to run that interview so everybody can hear it. Hi, I'm standing here with Jen at the Royal Enfield dealer. How are you doing, Jen? I'm great, thanks. Great. Uh, have you been getting a lot of activity here? We have been. The Royal Enfield always draws in a crowd. It's got that uh, nostalgic, iconic look that right. people are looking for in a motorcycle. Exactly. Now... This particular model, we're standing in front of this classic 500. Can you tell me about this bike? Sure. It's a uh, 500cc single cylinder. Uh, it's got fuel injection. goes 27 horsepower. Uh, I guess we can go with that. That's yeah. good. <laughs> it's quite all right. Now, as I understand, these bikes are still made in India? Yes, they are. Yep, okay. they've been solely produced in India since 1965 when the British factory uh, completely shut down. But they started producing them there in the uh, mid to late 50s. Okay. Now, t- tell me what you told me about the only thing that has changed about this bike in how many years? The only thing that's really changed on the uh, C5 in the past five years when they introduced this new uh, unit construction motor is the actual decal on the bike because they've changed their logo. Okay. That is it. Uh, anything else I should know about any of the other bikes you have here on display? Let's see. Uh, have you seen the new uh, Continental GT? That was our new model for 2014. I have not, but you're going to show it to me now. Yes. So this is a uh, 535cc single cylinder. Uh, this one uh, gives you 29 horsepower. Uh, they have the Paoli shocks giving you this whole cafe racer look with the, uh, the bars and the seat and the, and the tank. Uh, this is kind of the in thing right now, the Cafe Racer. Yes, I see that. I've been seeing a lot of it. Uh, how big is that tank? We're looking. We're looking. I don't know if it says it. 3.6 gallons. Okay, it looks a lot larger than it appears. Okay. All right, then. Well, thank you very much, Jen, for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. But getting back to Ducati, I had a chance to sit on the Multistrada. Um, again, one of these bikes with because because of my physiology, uh, I felt that the cockpit was really small, and I was I was able to flat foot. But it's right. I'll, I'll globally say this: there wasn't a bike in there that I could not flat foot. Every one of them, uh, which surprised me. I thought some of these bikes would have been too tall, but I was able to flat foot all these bikes. Uh, the bike was okay. I thought the monster was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ducati Monster was really cool. I got a chance to sit on it. Again, the bike felt a little short for me because, like, the handlebars were kind of close for me. That's for me. Um, moving on to KTM, I checked. That. We, we didn't get a chance to check out a, a KTM today, did no, we? No, we did. We went. What did we go to? Uh... Well, I think you guys might have walked right by it. I checked it out yesterday, and I was over there looking at the uh, 1190 Adventure. Um, very nice bike. Uh, it's got every, it's got all the bells, whistles, everything you would want for an adventure bike. Uh, cases not included, though. If, you know, they really? put the cases on her. Yeah. Um, the BMW was nice. The I BMW, like the, G, the 1200 it, GS was very nice. <coughs> but that was something I had to be on my toes for. Yeah. So yeah, that, you, know, you saw me when I got on it. Yeah. I was on the toes, uh, and that made me, and that's a heavy bike too. Yeah. Kind of I could, I could feel the weight with that was up top. Yeah. 
And that's where I felt this. The CG was kind of high with that. Uh, the the other twelve hundred, uh, that the, not the twelve hundred GS Adventure, but the twelve hundred GS that had a lower seat height. Uh, that might have had the lower kit on it. Uh, and the gentleman there was telling us that they could put the lower kit, and he didn't. He couldn't give us a number what they could drop it down. But it, both of those bikes, regardless, I could flat foot both of those bikes. I still felt that the cockpit on both of those were a little short and tight for me, but. That's me because, you know, that's what it was. Um, we did get a chance. We went over to, um, let's talk about the Indian. The road, we did talk about the Roadmaster briefly. We looked at the Dark Horse. Did you sit on the Dark Horse, Chris? No, I didn't, I didn't feel. Uh, and what did you think of that bike? It was ugly and uh, unique. Yeah. So, that's why so I like it. You know, is that why you like it? That's why I like it. I thought it was just very ugly. Yeah, it's ugly and unique. I mean, aesthetically, it was just ugly. You know, know. you know what makes it gives it that ugly look? It's those long covering fenders. Oh, yeah, the fenders. Yeah, those, those Indian fenders. It just, yeah, it was just. They like to put those fenders on everything. Yeah, make. and it was a flat black, of course. Yeah, flat black. Um, um, yeah, it was. You know, I, but I, the uh, yeah, now, now we also got a chance to go over because we talked about the uh, Indian Scout, right? Uh, a couple, few weeks back, and I sat on the bike yesterday, and my reaction was, wow. And Chris, you sat on it today. And what was the first thing you noticed? Uh, which bike was that? That was the Indian Scout, the red one that I told you. Said you oh, got. To, yeah, I told you to sit on that. <laughs> uh, the weight. The weight. There's like it's like nothing. It is, the bike is super light. They must use a lot. Uh, did you ask what they make that? Out of? I did not ask them about the frame, but because I has it, to, it, they have to. It's, it's super light for it's a stripped down, and I'm extremely surprised as to how lightweight that bike was. Uh, from there, I know we, we did check out, um, we were over at Yamaha and checking out the Star bikes that they had over mm-hmm. there. Uh, and if there was a bike there that I could walk away with, not including Harley-Davidson, because you know guys know what right away what I would go for. Uh, the Star Bolt. Didn't like it. I love that, that thing. It's got that cafe racer feel to it with the handlebars slung low. I love that bike. Really? Yeah. That was fantastic. And that was the one bike me and Chris said we agreed on. It was just not. I oh all. man, oh man! I was like, holy crap! It, you know what? Probably because it reminds me very much of a Sportster. And Chris, if I you even said that, yeah, that it's, it seemed very much like a Sportster. <coughs> I could, I could definitely get I, that bike was great. What was really, the bike, Chris? We sat on that the seat was like so hard it was like sitting on a court wood. Oh, that uh, that was that the. the uh, well, that's the the. Uh, was it was a star? It was the. Um, oh was crap! Was it the Vulcan? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the Vulcan. Yeah, that was right. The Vulcan. Yeah, the, the Kawasaki Vulcan. Yeah, the, guy, really? the seat was absolutely horrible. It sounded like you were sitting on a piece of like a wood board or something. No kidding. Yeah, it was no shit. padding at all. I thought it was the Boulevard. No, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah, it was just crap. It was just, yeah. Very uncomfortable, huh? Yeah. So that turned me off. I don't think I saw. I didn't sit on that bike and check that out. Yeah, it's um, like the last thing you want to do is spend a lot of money on a bike, and then you have to get the seat. Then, then you have to get a new seat because the seat they use is a piece of shit. Horrible. Yeah, horrible. Oh wow. The uh, the Suzuki V Strom of eight fifty a thousand. I had to sit on of all of the bikes that I sat on of uh, the adventure style. The V Strom was the tallest. That one had me on the balls of my feet. That's the only one. Wow. I wouldn't be able right. to touch the ground with that. Yeah. I, that's the only bike that I thought was tall. I was like, and I thought it was kind of odd. But, uh, again, again, with these bikes, the the, the CG is kind of high. Right. So that, and of all the other bikes we checked out, uh, 
there, I don't think what, what bike. Oh, don't forget see? about my nightmare when yeah. you two guys had to sit on the fucking Cam Am fucking <laughs> spider. <laughs> he told me to sit on it. I didn't say oh, I was interested. I just Can I, I like how I said I don't know you guys, and the guy that's there was for Can Am. He was the one talking to us, <laughs> and I was totally just <laughs> drilling them on it. I was like, you know, they, it looks like a snowmobile with wheels. That's all it is. <laughs> And he didn't deny it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wanted you, because I sat on it yesterday, which was Saturday, and I wanted you guys to check it out, because it had their, their new F3, FS3? F3. F3. All yeah. the same. And it's got, it has the cruiser laid, it's laid back cruiser seating. I thought it was really freaking <laughs> cool. I just thought it was cool. What can I say? I don't know. And like I told you, I said, there's that meme out there of the crying girl. <laughs> Saying he said he was a biker, that he showed up on a can am with a Sons of Anarchy hoodie. <laughs> you guys are mean. <laughs> but um, I, it's, I, it's a car. Well, you know, they did have the slingshot there, which yeah, I Yeah, no, that is That's a car, man. That's like you said, it's, it's, it's a three wheel car. car. It's, it's kind of, a, I was really amazed at the amount of plastic that's in that thing. Yeah. It's like you take a, take a Corvette and just put one wheel in the back. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. right. No, you're you know, right. It's a sharp looking. Yes. I, I, if I think it is pretty badass looking. If I had money to burn out of my pocket, maybe I'd get one for fun. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I hear you. You yeah. know, it looks like a fun little car to, to drive, and I call it a car because it's not a motorcycle. Yeah, but I, yeah. It's but not I, a motorcycle. What I don't understand is why you got to wear a helmet with it. Yeah, I don't That's understand ridiculous. that either. That's ridiculous. Don't understand that either. How is it? It's a car. It's because they're, they're treating it like a motorcycle because it's got three wheels. <coughs> That's right. That's a hard to do with it. I know. I, I don't ask me. I don't. I don't get it either. It's. I really car. don't get it either. They had uh, uh, getting over to the Harley Davidsons. Now here's the here's the meet. Everybody's, everybody's wondering about about victory and about victory. What's going on with them? Because they they re- victory introduced uh, this weekend at the at the show. They introduced their ignition concept. And they introduced their combustion concept. Now, it's a concept. Let's keep that in mind. It's just a concept. concept. Oh, geez, now, you're never going to see it on the road. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I was going to... You go there and you see these bikes, and now, okay, boom, you're, you want to ask these people questions, and you want them to give you answers that you could say, okay, let me relay this to the listeners so they would know. Now, the ignition concept was created by a, uh, a, a, a drag racer from Europe, uh, Arbacher is the gentleman's last name. Uh, he he designed the bike. Uh, from what I could see, the bike has a 240 rear wheel, uh, and it's got a what, what probably the only thing, the most interesting thing that that struck me about both of the bikes, the ignition and the combustion, is that they have a cast aluminum frame, not tubular. It's not right. a tubular frame; it's a cast right. frame, yep. molded, and it, it's really very. It, it's very attractive. It's really cool looking the way they did it. Uh, it's it's not a wraparound frame. It doesn't wrap around the bottom of the engine. It's it holds the engine from the front and from the top and from the back. The engine's basically hanging from the frame. Here's what they could tell us about the bike. I asked, uh, "What's the frame made out of?" I asked, uh, "What the seat height was?" I asked. Uh, Let's see. What else did I ask? I asked about the miles well, per I gallon. Know, well, I well, you know, you asked you, you asked a simple question. I want to ask you something. I I can't tell you anything. And this was his response. I I can't say. That was his response. I can't say. I said, "Do you you can't say because you don't know, or you can't say because you've been told not to say?" 
I can't say. I can't say. So what can you tell me? I can't tell you nothing. So what uh, can you tell me about this bike? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, <coughs> is this bike going to be put into production? I can't say. So basically, they just put these two bikes on display. One of them was uh, um, designed by um, Zach Ness, mm-hmm. Arlen Ness's son. Uh, it's an Ocasta combustion model. Right. But hey, what's the point of bringing it there and then saying nothing about it? It's I can't a waste s- of time. I can't tell you. I don't understand the whole concept of concept bikes in the first place. I can't tell you. Well, concept cars or concept anything. If it's just a concept, then don't bother. Yep, I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you. Nothing. I will no, tell you nothing. That is ridiculous. The only thing that I was really... That's why, that's why yeah, I, don't, I don't understand concept stuff. I mean, I think maybe on their end, they uh, they do concept cars because they're trying other little stuff out. Yeah. That, they, that might show up in one of their production cars. All right, so this is what we're thinking of doing. We're thinking about taking this wheel yeah. and sticking it in the front and sticking another wheel in the back, and we're going to call it a motorbike, and we're going to see what people think. Yeah, right. So that's what they did. But they couldn't tell us anything about it. Is it going to go into production? No. Can't tell you. You know what it is? Maybe some of the features and the technology they're working on in the yeah. concept bike will show up on now the another ig- bike. The ignition model was a takeoff. Uh, the, it has the same engine in it that they used uh, with the Pikes Peak bike, which they also had on display. Now, mind you, they wouldn't let they would not let you sit on any of these bikes, the ignition or the concept. They were right there on the floor. They would not let you sit on them. Which I'll tell you what, the ignition had a very long wheelbase, kind of had a a V rod kind of a length to it. Yeah, and I guess, yeah. that low as well. Um, but they couldn't say anything. Uh, I don't know. You know. What I didn't like about the combustion is the thin tires it had on it. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, it looked like it wanted bigger tires. It definitely looked like it needed bigger tires. It wanted bigger. Tires. It wanted bigger tires. <laughs> and they definitely. Said no. They did have their. Uh, they did have their electric bike on display, and there was nobody around it. Nobody was looking at it <laughs> because that that kind of stuff doesn't belong. No, it doesn't. <laughs> nobody was looking at it. You wonder it was, why? Because they that technology is just nowhere where it should be. And where the over the years, even with cars that they promised it to be, um, because you, you're just not getting the miles out of an electric vehicle to match that. And, and, the, gas, and the charge the time vehicle. is just incredibly long. Yeah, and the charge, yeah. it's just not efficient. It's no. not efficient. They're too expensive. The technology is not efficient yet. No. And, I don't and, know that they're going to be. You know, it, it, nothing more, it, just good for a round town riding. Well, driving. you can't go into any dealer now and say, I want to buy an electric bike, and they're going to hand you one. There's, there's Nobody's doing that. Yeah, no. You know, so, again, the, the fact that at this show, thousands of people in here yesterday and today, nobody was hovering around that bike asking questions. Of course not. Nobody. Because just like I said, man, it's, and and it's either too expensive. Um, you want a, you want a, an electric vehicle that can do everything I just said? Where it could go like 300 miles like a regular gas car right. and it charges quick or charges itself. Nobody can afford that. That's no. the Tesla. Yeah, right, exactly. The Tesla sports car that they have yeah. that's $300,000. That's the that's the only electric car that does that. Yeah, it so charges itself and it could go like forever on a charge. Exactly. And well, that's, it that's goes from zero to 63 seconds. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the car you want. Yeah, that's and the it's $300,000. Right, that's the They can't do that kind of technology with the Tesla. Yeah, exactly. No, they do it with the Tesla. I'm well, just saying. They make the motorcycle with the Tesla. I mean, Tesla. you could buy a Tesla now for 60 k Money. 
but it's all money. And then, 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 don't even get me started into conspiracy. Theories. Here's an interesting thing, though. I did talk. The big to corporations them. don't want that. No, because that'll kill the gas. Oh yeah, right of course, off. of course. So I did. I did talk to the Harley Davidson people. Imagine that. No way. I yes. Did you know they were there? Wow. They Harley. were there. They, Harley Davidson was there. Sat on most of the bikes. Thank you. Now, <laughs> as you know, Harley Davidson is the only company out there that does, does not. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, maybe they are the only company. They're not producing an adventure motorcycle, nor are they producing the S word motorcycle. You know the S word. They're not producing one of those. So I. Uh, why am I? Why am I in the dark about this? Scrambler. Oh, oh, the S word. So I went over there and I was like, I, I wanted to dispel a couple rumors. The rumor was the original that I had heard of was that they were going to discontinue the V rod. Yes. So I went and I actually That's back in our first season. I, one yes. Of the, few episodes, the first few episodes. I actually cornered this gentleman, Paul James. He is the product planning director for Harley Davidson, and I said, "You guys are going to love this." I said. Are, I'm going to ask you some questions, if you don't mind, about Harley Davidson. And he says to me, well, you can ask me anything you want, but I can't tell you about future products or current products. Then what can I talk to you I about? I said, so what can I ask talk you? Talk about says, your bowel movement, sir. <laughs> you can ask me anything you want. I don't know if I'll be able to answer it. I'm like, okay, well, let me ask you this. Can you dispel any rumors about... The discontinuation of the V-Rod? He goes, I can't tell you. So that's but, a yes. So See, that's no, what I would have been. Wait. I would have been embracing. But I, wait. But he says, but it is unlikely because its sales are very strong in Europe and very strong in Brazil. That I believe. And he says, they. Uh, he said, and he also said to me, I'm trying to get this right. Regardless of what you may hear, V-Rod sales in the United States are very good. Okay, so there's that. So I said, is Harley Davidson planning on joining the rest of the motorcycle industry world and developing a scrambler? And he said, I can't say. So that's a yes. Uh, I said, is V-Rod going to get into the adventure market? Um, Again, I cannot comment on any future Harley Davidson products. <laughs> so they're, they're freaking useless. So, and and here's one of the other interesting things. I, I I had I had the recorder with me, and I'm walking around with the H4, and I I can't tell you how many dealers I went to, and I said, would you mind if I ask you a few questions for the podcast about most of us? It goes, eh, I'd really rather not talk on the air. Really? Why not? Oh, oh, only Royal Enfield was the only ones that would want to talk to me. Nobody else wanted to talk. They'll talk to you without a microphone in front of their face. So I should, what I should have done was I should have hooked up a remote microphone and put it on my lapel and talked to these people. <laughs> but everybody, and, and like I said, with uh, Victory and with Harley Davidson, both uh, all said that they couldn't tell us anything about nothing. Why? I don't understand. I, I don't get the purpose it. of the show. Then, what, why, why, can't, why are we yeah. there? What, <laughs> aren't you supposed to be selling shit? <laughs> That's all they're uh, they're sell a bike, man. Yeah. Sell right, but uh, talk about everything. Get, get people hyped up. They they were doing or salesmanship, if you ask me. They or, had or, the, well, yeah, the but part, they're probably being told to be that way. Just well, sell the bikes hmm. that are out. Sell our new well, 2016 uh, models. Well, it's, we also talked well, as far as it goes for other things out there. Uh, we I, we met up with. Um, the Vic uh, Busa from the uh, Cycle Stretch, they make this uh, 
bag, storage bag, helmet storage bag, which zips over your full-size helmet. And there's also access storage and also uh, straps down to the back of your bike. That was very innovative. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was really cool. Um, Spot, which is a GPS tracking device that you can set up. And according to their, uh, their um, statistics, they saved 5,000 people last year alone who may have gotten stranded or lost in the deserts while they're doing their hiking, biking, adventure riding, or whatever. And what uh, is it again? It's called Spot. For $150 a year, you can carry this unit on you, and it tracks you. Every 10 minutes, it sends a ping to where you are. And if you're in one spot too long, it'll send out an emergency ping. <coughs> or if you have a problem, you hit a button, and it automatically sends emergency notifications to everybody, and then they come get you. Wow. It's really cool. So that's called Spot. Uh, we also do. Oh, take this Fusar, F U S A R. I talked to Todd Rushing over there. They uh, have a uh, helmet communication system which adapts to any helmet. Doesn't matter what kind of helmet you have, it adapts to it. I thought it was okay. pretty cool. Let's go check that out. Uh, what did you look at, Tim? Well, I looked at um, this new company. It's called Apsis. A P S I S. And they make uh, carbon fiber replica parts for your motorcycle. So if you want to make your motorcycle uh, all all carbon, carbon fiber, fiber, yeah, you just you you look on their website and they have for cars, they have for motorcycles as well. Did they did they say what kind of motorcycles they do it for? Or? Uh, well, they specifically specify Harley's on here, but I'm sure if you uh, go, go to the website, you get more information. Oh, so, really? Yes, that would oh, be awesome. cool. So. If you're interested in that, that's carbon they, fiber handlebars. Yeah, right? <laughs> did they, they give you any prices? covered everything. And I don't know how it worked, but they even had the one bike they had there, the uh, forks were fiber. Um, oh, fiber. nice. Yeah, carbon wow. It's got to make the, the bike very light. Yeah, right? I imagine so. Well, uh, did they give you prices on any of that stuff? Uh, no, I was trying to look that up, and uh, I didn't get it. he didn't give me no information. Okay. So. Anyway, uh, let's see. I talked to this company that just started up uh, at, at Jan Edgar's at Fast Lane Motorcycle Rentals. They're just opening up, and they have two bikes right now that they're renting. Um, it was a, a almost, let me see. Hold on one second. I'll get the information right here. The BMW R1200 they rent out, and the uh, Indian. Now, are these, uh, are these guys just in this area, in the East Coast, or are they global? Uh, right now, they're working out of, you told me, and I can't remember shit because I'm exhausted. Uh, um, you'll have to go to the website. Um, it's uh, Fast Lane Motorcycles. Oh, wow. But okay. they also rent in the local area. This is the New York area, so okay. as of right now. The rentals are 250 for a day, so... <laughs> That's something interesting. Right. I picked up this stuff. Uh, it's royal blue. Oh, did it's, you buy that? Yes, I did. You did it's, buy it? Yes. Polished for the motorcycle. Okay. And the, the demonstration showed oh, That's right. You guys were both good. looking at that. Right, yeah. It was very cool. It, it seemed to do the job really well. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, he sprayed, he sprayed spray paint on the car, the car bumper trunk he had there. And had me try to get it off with anything, and it wouldn't come off at all. Right. And he used this stuff, and it wiped it right off without messing up the paint. Oh, how about that? And it was very cool. So, uh, and he, plus he also gave me gave me a bottle of. Uh, um, 
I'm, I'm drawing a blank on everything that I have to say because I'm exhausted. Uh, well, you got, the, just, you got the polish and you also got the... the yeah, but well, they got a, um, a detailing. Okay. And cool, so... Uh, Two-wheel ride. You're oh, yeah, that, that was that, uh, that, 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 uh, uh they have a little the cruise control, the cruise control, control that clamps <laughs> onto right. your bike, which is really cool. Yeah, clamp. If you don't have cruise control on your bike, you can turn your bike into cruise control and have be able to. It clamps you know, onto your throttle. Onto. Universal, it's made of aluminum, and it doesn't hurt anything. So it's like thirty bucks for that or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh man, uh, what else to be doing? Chubby cups. They Chubby make, they, cups. Yeah, they make parts for. Uh, for accessories for your oh okay Chris had has saw something there for his, iP- his phone oh those that's right that guy that, that with the iPhone yeah, stainless right. steel uh, uh, phone holder right yeah, <laughs> phone holder yeah all stuff everything fit perfectly that was nice that's very cool yes very good and you want to talk about the, oh, the Catskill oh yeah the Catskill Mountain Thunder Motorcycle uh, Festival which will be happening in uh, September 14th to the 18th in 2016, uh, up in East Durham, New York. You right there? Uh, anyway, it's a, it's a motorcycle festival, and it, they have bands. It's a four-day festival that goes on in upstate New York. Uh, celebrate bike builders, swap meet, uh, bike show and auction, live music. This is something we might want to consider about going to. The Catskill Mountain Thunder, they call it. So check that out when you get a chance. CatskillMountainThunder.com. That's pretty Durham, cool. East Durham, New York. East Durham, New York. September 14th to the 18th, 2016. That may be on the to-do list. Yes, it missed. Wow, that's great. That's Very great. Cool. So listen, I also have the chance to speak with uh, Joe over at the Wounded Warrior Project. I talked to him there with. I explains exactly what the Wounded Warrior Project is all about and his chapter and what they do. Awesome. Um, Okay, I'm here at the International Motorcycle Show in New York, and I am here with Joe from the uh, Punisher's Duchess um, chapter of the um, Wounded Warrior Project. Hi, Joe. Hey, how are you, man? All right. So listen, tell us, for those who don't, who've been living under a rock, uh, tell us about the Wounded Warrior Project. Oh, the Wounded Warrior Project is a wonderful foundation. Uh, they gave $140 million last year. A lot of people say that the uh, executives make too much money in the organization but granted they do make a lot of money but at the same time they are giving a lot of money to a lot of people they are helping a lot of people uh you know the more they get obviously the more they give uh it's a wonderful organization they reach out to us a lot they're very cooperative with us it ain't one of those organizations or charities that once you send them the money they just forget about you they uh keep in touch with us at all times and you know it's it's a great charity to give to because you know like our vets need our help how many veterans have been helped by the Wounded Warrior Project? Oh, I can't give you an exact number, but I, I can tell you it's in the thousands. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, uh, all of these uh, veterans, are they uh, recent veterans, or are this just veterans uh, from all eras? No, 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 no pre-Vietnam. Okay. This is only current, correct? Yes. Okay. yes. All right. Now, tell us about your chapter. Uh, my chapter is the Duchess chapter of the Punishers Motorcycle Club, which is a worldwide club. We're a little over 500 strong. Uh, Chapter-wise, we're pushing about 60 all over the world. Uh, we got chapters in Brazil, Italy. Uh, we, we just uh, so many to, to actually name, but uh, we, we have them all over the world. We're a big charity organization. We're a law enforcement club. Uh, my chapter alone, the Duchess chapter, all we do is charity work. We did uh, a fundraiser for a lady last year. 
her house burned down. We raised $4,000 for her, which is spur of the moment just a week. You know, it's right. a great thing, you know. Um, last year we were able to give the Wounded Warriors $15,000, and we're hoping to double that this year. And uh, we just, we're constantly doing charity work, you know. That's we, Let me ask you about the Wounded Warrior Project. Now, does uh, federal, state, or local governments help or contribute in any way, shape, or form to this? No, they do not. They do not. They, they watch them very well, as they do most charities. I'm sure. Yeah, they keep a good eye on them. But, uh, no, that's all, they're all self-funded, and they, um, you know, they do a lot of work. Now, a lot of the big corporations do help them, and a lot of the big stars do help them, as we all know. I mean, Holly Davidson is a huge contributor to the Wounded Warrior Project. They give away motorcycles to some of the vets. They give them a lot of money. I mean, they do do a lot. A lot of organizations do help out, but no government assistance. Okay. Now, have you, uh, is there any particular veteran in the area that your chapter has helped specifically that you can tell us about? Uh, well, I won't mention her name, obviously, but there was a lady up in, uh, up in I'll say, the Albany, New York area that um, had a traumatic injury to her legs, and... Uh, we went up there, and we sat with her. We talked to her for a while, and they gave her two prosthetic legs. She's running around now. She's riding bicycles. She's back to her mountain biking, you know, and, and it was nice to see, actually, where the money was going, and it was nice to see the effects, how they changed that woman's life. So that was really our only involvement as far as, you know, keeping in touch with her. She uh, was supposed to come to our event this year, which would be wonderful if we could get her to our event. So people can see that the money actually does go to good causes. You know, it's not all about the executives. It's really not. Now, let me ask you this now. I understand the Wounded Warrior Project was a USA-started organization. Now, is it at all recognized overseas or outside our borders? You know, I honestly can't answer that question, but I, I believe it is recognized worldwide. I mean, don't hold me to 100% on that. Like I said, I don't know for sure, but I do believe it's recognized worldwide, yes. That's great. Uh, all right. Is there anything else you can tell us about the organization and your chapter? No. Um, all I can say about my chapter is Punishes LEMC Duchess on Facebook. Check out the website. You know, you'll see our event. You'll see where we gave away the motorcycle that we're raffling off, and uh, you know, you, you, you'll see what we do. I mean, there's a lot of information on there, and um, you know, like I said, please help. You know, our veterans need our help. That's what they need. Without us, they ain't got much help out there. That's right. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you for your time. Hey, you're welcome. Thank man. you, man. Appreciate it. Is that all right? Yeah, perfect. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing that they're, they're doing for the veterans. The Wounded Warrior Project is for veterans uh, of the United States military, and it's it's actually recognized globally. Yes, it is. And it's it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. And like Absolutely. I had a little, a little interview with them, uh, they may uh, have us at some of their events in the upcoming future. Very so cool. it's a, Very cool. it's a wonderful thing. So that's that's that's. Um, uh, we also had, like I said, we didn't get any other interviews because nobody else wanted to talk. But uh, we did see a lot of great stuff at the show this uh, this weekend. It was really great. Uh, I look forward to hopefully going next year. I think it'll be really good to see a comparison of what they're doing next year. Yeah, riding in, riding in next year. I was I was surprised to see how many bikes there were in the city. Yeah, I remember when we went last time, there was a ton of bikes. But you know what? We heard that guy talking about that there was parking. Uh, at last year, they had parking for the. Uh, it looks like the bikes parks were all parked all. No, they had parking. Anyway. They had parking at the Jacob Javits four motorcycles last time, but they they did absolutely no parking at all for any any motorcycles at the Jacob Javits this time. But there was parking alongside the street, and uh, years they were squeezing bikes in wherever they could. Yep. That was just amazing. I, I don't know that. I mean, can you imagine? Bringing, 
our bikes in there. That was me going through the Lincoln Tunnel and then trying to navigate around the, those, those streets. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to do it. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I haven't ridden in the city yet at all. But we'll, we'll, I, guess I have we'll, no desire. <laughs> I mean, well, for example, like next, like say next year we we go to the uh, we go to the, the IMS next year in New York, and it's a nice day. If it's in December again, and it's another day like we had today, almost seventy degrees and sunny. But isn't it usually in January? It's usually in yeah, January. I, that's, yeah, it usually is. Apparently, they had some sort of event. That's why they moved into December. But if 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 then they had it again, and it was a nice day like today, would you ride in? No. No, you still you still wouldn't go. No. No. I hate this city. I do. I do too. I, I like. I always say. I go, I go to the city at I least mean, once we were a just year. Walking there, watching people ready to run you over just for walking. Yeah. You know, wow. I, I don't think they, they pay attention to nobody. And these these taxi cab drivers, they drive like they own the road, and they'll drive right through you. Yeah, exactly. And you've got, you got to be worried about this. They, they don't seem to drive like 50 miles an hour, and it's like, there's nowhere to go. That's <laughs> what I always say. on the brakes, and they're like, oh, my God. I go to the city once a year to remind myself why I don't go to the city. Yeah, that's right. Horrible. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so... Um, what we're going to do is I, I had a uh, I had a wonderful interview with um, uh, with Derek from the uh, from Del Boys Garage on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have ever been on to check that out. Uh, look up the channel Del Boys Garage. Cool. Uh, he talks. He does mostly a lot of motorcycle maintenance stuff, and he he speaks to you in layman's terms. This is how you fix your bike. Uh, he's very good. He's been around for like five years. Uh, he's got hundreds of videos and they get lots of hits uh i've been following them. i used his videos to help me with my brakes to help me with my uh belt adjustment which i did and uh with a couple other things that i've done on my bike so he's very informative very knowledgeable very articulate i'd had an interview with him yesterday he uh he's he's in uh in, Le- in england just oh, outside cool. of london very cool so i had a conversation with him yesterday what kind of bike does he have he has a triumph tiger he also has a Harley Davidson Sportster, which he absolutely says is his favorite bike. And his wife all has a bike, and I, I, I forget what kind of bike she has. Um, but he works on his bikes; he does all of his own work. Uh, it's 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 a great thing. It's a great interview. Yeah, I have that. Uh, we are going to run that next week. We're not going to do a uh, a podcast next week, but we are going to run uh, this interview for everybody to hear. And that's pretty much it. For our recap good. of the IMS, we're going to be Very off good. for two weeks till after the new year. Merry Christmas, everybody. That's right. I said it. Merry okay. Christmas. And, and Happy New Year. And Happy, happy New Year. year. Yes. And uh, that's it. We, uh, I, I feel like we're forgetting something. No, I don't think so. Are we forgetting anything? Oh, Chris, you want to tell us about your bike? Not really. No? <laughs> He's too aggravated. He's too aggravated with that whole thing? Yeah. Okay. They got the parts. Now they just got to make time to fix it. Okay. They got the parts. They got to make time End to fix story. it. End of story. Understood. Okay. Well then, and that's a, that's it. I guess that's I guess that's it then. So we're gonna go ahead and back. We we had our KFC dinner. Yes, we did. We did have the KFC dinner before we did. We the went podcast. in by train. Yep. And that was our little was little it. to do. And that's it. And now we're gonna call it it for the remainder of the year. Uh, we want to wish you all a very merry Christmas and also a very wonderful and safe New Year's Eve. Yes, be safe, people. And the motorcycle men will return uh, in force. Uh, far, in farce. We'll return in farce after the first of the year. Very good. In the meantime, you can listen to all of our other friends, uh, all the podcasts that are out there. You can listen to these guys. They can give you everything you need to know. Very good. 
And uh, that's it. Check out the website, MotorcycleMen.us. And we also have our Facebook page, Motorcycle Men. Look, that, look up that. And our Twitter page, Motorcycle Men. And our pictures posted. We're going to post all pictures of the show and everything we've done this weekend. All right? Very good. Uh, all right, people. Anything? Chris? Well, Tim? Maybe. Ride like nobody sees you. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I am Ted, and we are the Motorcycle Men. Thank you very much for listening, folks. And I'm here with Tim, the Fasha Chicken, and Chris the Joker. Thank you very much, everybody, and have a wonderful uh, weekend. Ride safe.